is deserter. Uh, the podcast that says it's not annual leave, it's our lives. And you join us on a very special day. A yes. day when it's acceptable to drink red wine at 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Yes, a Saturday. Even better, a Thursday. But oh, not just yeah. any Thursday. This is the third Thursday in November. Yeah. Which is, of course, Beaujolais Nouveau Day. Yes, a bottle of wine for breakfast and no one can say a thing. Except maybe, what the hell is Beaujolais Nouveau Day? <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. It is, of course, the first chance to taste the first wine of the year from the Beaujolais region. Uh, released at exactly midnight yesterday. Mm. It used to be raced by uh, motorbike over the channel, didn't it? Some, That's right. Somehow. By Clement Freud. Yeah. But now it probably comes by Eurostar. Probably, yeah. Uh, and alcoholics everywhere can have one breakfast a year where people don't give them funny looks. Yeah. We'll be tucking in shortly. But before that, in today's show, beer festivals, improv, and yet more France. News, pubs, beer, and crisps. Plus a couple of dossers. Talking of which, I'm Dulwich Raider. And I'm Dirty Sal. <laughs> and before we kick off, have we got a little pub quiz for you? Yes. Have, is have it we? a pub quiz or is it a wine bar quiz? Oh, yes. Clever. We are, of course, at London's oldest wine bar. Yes. Uh, unusually for us, we're not in South London at the moment. No, but we've let you all down. If you give me a leg up, no. You can see South London, right? Yes, yes, we're that close. To the river. It's probably the best place in London for a Beaujolais Nouveau breakfast. Yes, it Bacon, is. Bacon, yeah. eggs, kedgeri, <laughs> uh, and a glass or, uh, of Beaujolais, or in our case, a bottle. Yes. For one glass of red wine, where in the world are we? Oui, oui. Okay, what is the name of this fine establishment, Vincent? We are, of course, at Gordon's Wine Bar. Yes, Gordon's Wine Bar, where we've accidentally bought a bottle of wine each. Yeah, yeah, we both thought we were the first one there. And straight to the bar, got a bottle of the new Beaujolais. Unbelievable. Um, although, as you say, they'll probably go. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, what have we been up to? Is that the first? Yes. Um, um, item, it usually is. Yes, what the fuck have you been up to? Oh, that's it, yes, of course. I knew I was missing something. Mm. Um, well, uh, it barely seems a month since last time, doesn't it? Um, but uh, there seems to have been some things we've done. Yeah. I had a, a vinyl club, you know, yeah. this um, monthly gathering mm. when the men arrive mm. and we listen to an unannounced album in solemn silence. Yes. At least that's what we tell people. Um, it was my turn anyway this month, and I was hosting, so I picked Pink Floyd's debut, The Piper at the Gates of Dawn, oh. from 1967. Oh. Uh, the only album released with the uh, mercurial Sid Barrett mm. uh, as the band leader. Mm. And I was reminded of Sid's South London connection. Right, yeah. Because he attended Camborough Art College. Mm and um, indeed was there when the band formed and I unearthed what turned out to be their very first publicity shots taken in Ruskin Park Wow! not far from where I live um, yeah. the four of them sitting in a bench by the portico which is still there today Yeah. Uh, not far from the Fox on the Hill Yeah. I like to think they dropped him for one <laughs> and um, another shot from the same day was used by Sid in silhouette for the cover art on the, on the back of the album and um, it just reminded me, a few years back, we did a series of stories, didn't we, um, about people with a connection to South London, yes. um, to a greater or lesser extent. Yeah. Kate Bush, yeah. David Bowie, Bon Scott. Um, yeah. But we didn't, we didn't do consider Sid. poor Sid, did no, we? We, we never did Sid. Yeah. Um, anyway, if you, if you are interested in um, th th those old podcasts for which we did an awful lot of research yeah. <laughs> unlike today yeah. <laughs> um, you can still find them I think uh, if you, you might have to scroll down near the beginning but uh, they are titled on the trail of mm. like on the trail of Kate Bush on the trail of Bon Scott etc yeah and they're still there um, so that was an interesting uh, sort of um, South London connection yeah. to my vinyl choice yeah what about you 
Well, I've been to Paris for the weekend oh. uh, to see Spider. Oh. Uh, we haven't seen for quite some time. So yeah, lots of wine, beer, restaurants, bars, nice. galleries, museums, and of course, lots of Spider, who <laughs> was hilarious, bonkers, and fucking exhausting. <laughs> he, I mean, he guested on the, on the podcast a few times. Yes, of course uh, he did. And yes. he was also hilarious. Yes. Brilliant and exhausting. <laughs> did, we, did we let him go? Or did he let us go? I, I think, remember. yeah, he, sent, he used to send us stuff from, from his travels. Well, that's right. It was supposed to be a travelogue, but all he went on about was piles and Brexit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Is him. he still going on about piles and Brexit? Not so much. No, no. no, no. He's, he's moved on to, to other, um, well... Obsessions. To a, yes, other obsessions, <laughs> yes. Um... Yes, we got to see Spiders Paris. He took us on a tour, um, which uh, so he's showing our boy uh, the first place he got arrested in Paris um, <laughs> when he climbed on a, on the, shirt, the shoulders of a priceless statue and uh, had to be uh, ushered down by the police. He oh. was just trying to get a better view. <laughs> um, and the second time he got arrested and had to be fished out of the Seine by oh, a police yeah. frogman. Yes, um, and the that. third time he got arrested, uh, when those very same policemen um, got him down from a, a, the underside of a bridge on which he he climbed and couldn't get down again, he had to jump in the the water <laughs> again. Um, but uh, yeah, so he lives in in Paris these days. He's got a lovely apartment in uh, Saint Germain de Prey, um, and next door to his apartment is a cocktail bar on one side, a pub on the other, which is next door to a, a pub. Uh, obviously, another pub, which is next door to another pub. Um, it's, it's you know, it's. Is he known in all of them? <laughs> Probably. I mean, there's there's like eight pub, no six pubs and two bars, I think, in his quite short street, and a lot of them are open till like three, four in the morning, and mm. uh, you know, it's really quite quite lively. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know how that happened, um, but we, you know, we did, did do some a little bit of culture as well, went to the Musée d'Orsay and uh, saw the Vincent van Gogh exhibition, which was excellent, um, or Van Gogh, as uh, our American readers will, will call him. Um, yeah, I, I always thought that was odd that they called him Van Gogh, uh, but then Van Gogh is wrong as well, isn't it? It's actually, yes. uh, yeah, the Dutch say Van yeah. don't they? But we don't have that sound. <laughs> Um, but for all the culture, for all the culture, uh, probably the highlights were a lovely pub and the football. Uh, we went to a pub that Picasso used to go to, mm. Brown Pub, with delicious French IPA. Mm. Old boys who res- reserve the same table every day to smoke cigars, drink wine, and play gin rummy. Mm. That sort of, that sort of, that sort of vibe, and um, you know, haughty French service. And, course um, and we went to see Red Star my French football team which was great fun uh, more pints of IPA I had uh, a press pass which entitled me to a free sandwich and a lion bar mm. um, so great great game of football 89th minute winner eight points clear at the top of the table um, great atmosphere and good good times and um, some great graffiti uh, in the gents uh, it said, Greve jusqu'à à votre retraite, which means strike until you retire. Mm. <laughs> Very good. Very deserted. Yeah. What Qu- else have you been Quite watching? a situationist, isn't it, as a slogan? Yeah, yeah it's great. Isn't it? Yeah. You can imagine Guy Debord following Red Star. Red Star, yeah. yeah. I reckon he did. <clears throat> um, uh, well, annoyingly, the fixer is leaving his riverside bachelor pad to go and sort out the uk's water system how disappointing uh however to say cheerio he invited us all over for a farewell beer festival uh, in an amazing uh, french gothic style church or old church the Lamar arts center in teddington um Quite, an, quite a brilliant afternoon, quite a brilliant way to spend an afternoon in church. Local goodies that were, were, were present from the likes of Sandbrooks, Wimbledon, Twickenham and Jawbone. There's also a very good selection from Kent, Essex and East Anglia. Some beers from Fat Cat in Norwich. Oh yeah. 
Um, but one of the local ones caught my attention, perhaps for obvious reasons, a brewery called Workshy from mm. Richmond. Oh, fantastic. And I was looking forward to trying their beer, fuck the status quo. <laughs> but it had sold out oh. by the Saturday, mm. which is no mean feat. Uh, perhaps there are more deserters in Tedders than you might imagine. Mm. Um, so I had another one of theirs, Dirty Dog, a powerful West Coast IPA, which got the party started at 6%. Next thing I know, we're all off our tits in the old graveyard. <laughs> Quite textbook, textbook. Um, but yeah, a very, um, very interesting and entertaining beer festival. I'd mm. consider going again next year, even if the fixer is no longer there. He'll be there. He'll be there. <laughs> He's got to be there. Yeah. Um, we also, we both went mm. to uh, Improv Comedy Night. Yes, we did. At the uh, Miller, uh, the pub just behind uh, Guy's Hospital. Yeah. Because our friend Sarita was uh, performing there. Yes, um, yeah. And, and yeah, it's the home of kind of, uh, it's like an imp- improv college. Yes, it? it's a pub with an improv college upstairs. Yeah. And a theatre. It's quite, yeah. quite, quite remarkable. So we went to the end of terms show. Yeah. Which was good fun. Yeah, Every, really everyone entertaining. Everyone had, had a, a moment. Yeah, they, they did, yeah. Laugh. Yeah. Um, but it's a, I think it's a great thing to, to study, a great thing to do, to learn yes. how to make people laugh spontaneously, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's better than yoga. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, although it does make me laugh spontaneously because I can't do anything. <laughs> when she says, return to your natural resting position, I haven't got one. My natural rest- resting position is on the sofa. Yeah. There's no yoga position where I feel rested. No, no. I'm on the floor, Vinny. <laughs> and uh, we, also, we also put a post on Deserter today, mm. Beaujolais Nouveau Day, Yeah. from... Beaujolais Nouveau Day 2013. Yeah, 10 years ago. It's 10 years ago this month Mm. that two idiots Mm. went to Paris in cricket whites to try to watch the Ashes being played in Australia. Yeah. Those idiots were me and thee, and we went to to meet Spider. Um, And it turned out to be Beaujolais Nouveau Day. We weren't even quite aware of it. No, I think that's when we first clocked it again. since the yeah. Clement Freud days. Yeah, and one of the brilliant things about it was... By the way, this was our first post of the year. <laughs> <laughs> We're hard at it. Um, uh, one of the brilliant things about it was when we uh, got a cab to Chartier, um, a, a restaurant, fairly famous restaurant in, mm. in Paris. It's very cheap, mm. um, but it's very traditional as well, and it's beautiful. Very popular. Uh, it's very popular. There's, there's a, like a queue, uh, sort of an hour-long queue outside, mm, mm. pretty much permanently. We got out of a taxi cab from Garde du Nord wearing cricket whites. The maitre d' rushed out and ushered us to the best <laughs> table upstairs. We had no idea why, you know, because you can't, you can't book. No, you can't. No. He just liked the cut of our whites. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and then um, we must have left Spider there, did we? Because he's still there. <laughs> he's still there. <laughs> Um, So, yeah, that's up on the site uh, this morning. Yes. uh, You fancy reading about our adventures ten years ago when we were young-ish? Young-ish, yes. Um, We were just saying, would we we dress up in cricket whites and go to Paris uh, to watch nighttime cricket, Mm. which turned out to be very difficult, no spoilers, but it turned out to be tricky. Would we do that self-same thing today? I'd like to think we would, because it's obviously totally silly. Yes. And as you said, we, we need to keep being silly. Yeah. Because if you're not silly, you're serious. Yeah. We don't want that. No. Um, mind you, we are sitting here in the morning drinking bottles of wine, so we're not that serious, are we? No, not really, no. We've managed to get a spare one. <laughs> The news. The news. 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 The news, I think, the yeah. Um, Problem beer openings first. Um, I saw something about, well, Brew by Numbers have announced that they're closing their uh, tap room. For the, winter. For winter. Mm. But they uh, have opened in cahoots with Black Sheep and Brick Brewery. Right. Who are not all now uh, owned by the same uh, hedge fund? Yeah, uh, they're opening 
the snow globe pop up okay. near the globe, uh, not far from the river. Oh, okay. Um, open until the end of the year. Okay. Might well, try that. Yeah, I might try that. Yeah. yeah. I love the taste of hedge funds. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it'd still be great beer from, yeah, from Brew uh, by Numbers and Brick anyway. I would have thought so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And you nice. had one, you noticed an opening? Or an opening yeah, uh, Batten, uh, opening, uh, the Batten Ball Micropub in Mottingham is opening on the 23rd of November. Oh, okay. Um, so I'll be checking it out early doors, I imagine. Is that the one in the old flower shop? It's the one in the old flower shop, yeah. The, the Mottingham Forest? Yes. <laughs> Come on. You <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh, dear. Um, what else we got? Um, general news, maybe some Shirkers news. Yeah, go on. Um, got a Maker's Market on the 26th of November upstairs. Mm. You can come along, do your Christmas shopping with a pint. Perfect. You don't even have to leave the pub. You've done all your Christmas shopping. If yeah. you get on the right side of James, he'll wrap it, wrap it for you. Well, do you remember <laughs> yes, last he, year? He, he, he was he doing a wrapping, doesn't he? he does. yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got some gift vouchers for sale for the uh, discerning gift giver. Right. For the slacker beer lover in your life. Right. Um, yes. They're available in the idea. bar. That's a good idea, isn't yeah. it? I think it's a great idea for supporting your local, mm. if, even if you're not going every day. Mm. Also, you can introduce your friends to the pub. Yeah. And then finally, it's a really nice, easy Christmas present mm. that people like. Yeah. Is that what your wife's getting? No, that's what I want from you. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have one of the £50 ones, please. Um, couple of tap takeovers next month at the Shirkers in New Cross Attic from Birmingham and Queer Brewing, who are really knocking it They're out of the park at the stuff, moment. Yeah. Yeah. Also, as we alluded to last episode, we are now selling Two Farmers Crisps. Yes. Not just the Woodland Mushroom and Wild Garlic and the Herefordshire Sausage and Mustard mm. that set our mailbag alight mm. a couple of episodes ago, but the full range. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's you. You, you got uh, yeah the royalty of crisps there between slabs and uh, yeah, two farmers. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't go too far wrong, can you? Um, what else have we got? Pub and beer news. Uh, Hardy's. Uh, you, you may remember the Windowless Pub in East Greenwich. I do. Who could forget it? Yeah, I yeah. love it there. Yeah, me too. Um, Good old Tom. Oh, poor old to- Tom. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so that's the, the building an apart hotel. Well, uh, I don't know if it's certain, but they're going to build on top of it, make the pub smaller, and put good. rooms upstairs. Doesn't sound good. It does not sound good, does it? No. no. I mean, nice that we can have a few Guinnesses and then sleep it off upstairs. Yes. <laughs> However, I suspect it's it's going to be curtains, isn't it? Well, the next door was was the the green pea. Anyway, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't really used. As the pub, was it? No. That's going to be the, the sort of hotel lobby. Yes, OK. Yeah, but it does make you worry about, like, noise from the garden and so on, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a guinea. I'm a Especially if they put a window in it. Yeah, uh, yeah they can't <laughs> allow daylight in there. <laughs> um, Gypsy Hill have announced a crowdfunder. Uh, or should I say another crowdfunder? They say, love beer, love the planet, help us revolutionise sustainable brewing for as little as £10. Pounds. Mm-hmm. And they're trying okay. to raise half a mil in return for 2% of equity. Mm, interesting, yeah. Uh, which values the company at around 25 mil. Okay. And they raised a, a million in 2022. Bloody hell. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, wow. Um... It does say don't invest unless you're prepared to lose all your money, which um, probably yes, makes it. I was going to say probably <laughs> makes it more something you'd do rather than me, to be honest. Uh, but at least shareholders are beer lovers rather than bean counters, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ross Garrity gifted us an article from the Economist um, that headlined Americans discovering the jury of a true point. Right. Um, some call it a stovepipe, some call it 19.2 fluid ounces, <laughs> but the new vogue in America is for cans that are a whole pint. Oh, okay. Like that big. Yay big. Bigger than our ones. Mm. Um, most beer sold in shops is still in 12 ounce six packs or in 16 ounce measures, the American pint. But the true British pint has crowded out other brews when it comes to craft beers because 
it's becoming ubiquitous at music festivals, sports events, and other events where you don't want to keep going back to the bar. Mm. It's big, mm. basically. It's big. You carry around a big drink. Yeah. Um, so yeah, welcome to the pint, yeah. our American uh, listeners. Um, um, keep carrying it around. And I saw that uh, Antic have uh, applied for a license to open a place in Plumstead High Street, which is quite remarkable. It's one of the the more uh, well neglected parts of South London, shall we say, mm. uh, Plumstead High Street. I mean, the Commons different. They've got they've got some nice pubs around there, mm. but Plumstead High Street's got very little uh, in, uh, in terms of pub love. Classic antic, isn't it? Classic to go antic, into the yeah. wild frontiers. Going, going to the wild Publis frontiers. Wild frontiers. Yeah. Um, more on that anon, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, is it uh, that moment? Is that the end of beer and pub news? Can it we is, go to Chris Muse? Chris Muse. Yeah. yeah. Got something to taste. Got something to yeah, taste. Yeah. We're doing tastings first. Yeah, tasting while we chat. Yeah, tasting while we chat. Okay. The first up is. First up is from Kent Crisps. Oyster and vinegar. Oh my god! This is going to be a test because I've always said I don't like oyster. I don't like the texture, but now it's crisp. <laughs> You're not that keen on vinegar either. They're open, Vinny. Yeah, just open them. Oh, it's clever. clever. <laughs> not keen on vinegar either, are you? Are you waiting for some basically fish and chips? No, 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 Ah, salt and vinegar, isn't it? It's is, is there a fishy taste? Not really. I mean, do oysters t- have a lot of taste? I don't know. Um, I like those. Have I'll have a, have a read. Have a um, Kent crisps, oyster and vinegar. Yeah, they're very, very powerfully flavoured. Mm. I'd recommend them. Mm. To anyone. Yeah. I don't know what... what in the... Oyster and vinegar flavour. Yeah, I got sea salt in it, but other than that, there's nothing from the sea. <laughs> Very good. All right, and we also have Royster's bubbled chips. Older viewers may uh, remember Royster's. I think they've been around for a long time, but they haven't okay. really taken off. Yeah. What's a bubbled chip? Let's find out. A T-bone steak flavour. Mmm. So, um, see if you can taste the tea. <laughs> mm. Beefy. Yeah, good flavour. Mm. Good flavour. They are sort of um, they are sort of aerated, aren't they? Mm. Like, not quite as bad as skips, but mm. I don't remember Roysters. No, they've been around for a while. They. What else do they do? They do like wheat crunches, discos, and knickknacks. Oh, okay, yeah. They are like in wheat that, crunches. In yeah. their family. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Two two excellent tastes there, mate. Mm. Were they gifted to us from somebody? No, um, we didn't have any, so I, I went into a shop and bought some. Oh, Just like that. Bloody hell. Mm. We, Emma actually brought some along to uh, International Crisp Sandwich a day. Oh, did she? At the, uh, at the Shirkers. Yeah. But I left them at Shirkers again. Ah, <laughs> well, yeah. consistent. But they were camembert flavour, aioli flavour, and oh. chicken yakitori. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, that, uh, uh, All right next month. Next ne- month. They're probably st- still up on the shelves, unless James has been at him, because mm. he loves his crisps. Yeah. Well, I was given some by Gerald. Uh, mm. He came back from India, brought a bag with him. Uh, I mean, they're not really crisps, they're more of a snack, you know, like a Bombay mix type snack, you know. I came home, the packet was empty. And mm. I said, who's been, eat- who's been eating my crisps? <laughs> and uh, uh, Lady South uh, said, oh, I ate Oh. Found them, ate them. <laughs> what were they like? All right. <laughs> and that was it. And that's her review. Yeah. Live. Yeah. Excellent. Superb. Um, not really news, but I don't know. We might have had this before. Uh, the modern toss cartoon about uh, crisp culture wars. You see that one? It's like some. I think I saw it. I don't know. I don't think we've had it before. Okay. One of the features says, "How's your brother?" And he's and the guy says. We fell out after we expanded the culture wars into crisps and snacks. I called him a kettle chip eating cunt after he mocked me for eating cheese footballs. <laughs> Remember cheese footballs? Mm. We've got to find them. I do, yeah. I mean, they're useless for playing a game with, a beautiful game, <laughs> but they were tasty. Yeah. Um, a packet a day um, on Instagram. 
keeps his his, his, his his handle oh, okay. a packet a day at a packet a day it's a new insta account um, the bio reads a man drank 2,000 pints in 200 days and inspired me to eat a different type flavour or brand of crisps every day for a full year it's great to have a purpose in life isn't it, it is I can't do you think he really means he, he drank 2,000 pints in 200 days? That's 10 pints a day, isn't it? Mm. No. no. I don't think we, we, we can uh, advocate 10 pints a day. Even you've got a five pint a day limit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Sometimes. it's only on day 24 or so, this new account. And so you can get in quick. Mm. Um, Before he dies. It gives, gives marks out of 10. Great fun. Lovely, lovely photos of, of the packets. Mm. Uh, although he did give Skip's prawn cocktail 9 out of 10, which is a bit of a concern. Mm. Um, thanks to Sepp Blatter for alerting us to that account. <laughs> I don't think it can be the real Sepp Blatter. Well, I don't know. He's got a lot of time on his hands these he days, probably. He loves a Christmas. Yeah, but thanks for that. Um, what else? I've done some flavour spotting, or rather you have done some flavour spotting, you guys, you listeners. Mm. Uh, Jez tried flame-grilled Whopper flavour Doritos, mm. so we don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, his review, they smell and taste like you're having just the burger patty and the lettuce with none of the other components. They might take you on Yeah, he is. Uh, Morrison's doner kebab flavour uh, was described as meaty, greasy, and packed full of herbs and spices vying for your attention. Uh, according to British Crisps on Twitter. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have to taste those. <laughs> and then the uh, Christmas flavours are beginning to roll out. Oh, of course they are. We do like these, don't we? Pompey Dunk found Walker's Christmas pudding flavour crisps. Oh, God. I mean... <laughs> he didn't really review them he just put uh, <laughs> which I think sums it all up uh, London, London on the inside discovered co-op turkey tikka masala flavour ok yeah. yeah, it's a twist on Christmas Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's a Desi Christmas mm. um, might be interesting mm-hmm. maybe yeah, yeah. Um, and Ned our very own king of slabs was much taken with Walker's Pigs in Blankets flavour this year. Yeah. Uh, he did an entire five pack <laughs> uh, and gave each one a solid eight out of ten. That's why he's the king. <laughs> he's the king. Um, okay. Um, we don't have any drug news. No, we don't. Do we have any drugs? Uh, no. That, that, oh, is that news? <laughs> I'm out. Please send Again. us your drugs um, so we can have some drugs and drug news. Um, we better get on to other, other news. news. Other news, yeah. yeah. I had a bit of a follow-up from uh, last month's um, Is Austria Boring? Oh, yes. Um, yeah. That's something that uh, I saw. You, um, there's an airport in Salzburg, and they have a help desk there for people who think they've flown to Australia. <laughs> oh, really? That's brilliant. They have. It's yeah. Like, it's like more than 100 people every year. Yes. Think they've gone. I hope they put on an Aussie accent and say good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was a four-day week trial in uh, Valencia. I love Valencia. Yeah, it's one of the warmest places in Europe. Yes. Um, the, the, this was the trial was in the summer, but the results have just come out. So that was a city-wide trial of a four-day week. Oh, okay. Um, and they found there was a 35% reduction in stress levels. Yeah. 64% of workers increased their number of sleep hours. Yes. And there was uh, 58% less uh, nitrous dioxide in the atmosphere. Oh. People not, not driving. Oh, okay, yeah, right, right, um, gotcha. I thought you meant balloons. <laughs> Um, yeah, and the, the, the former mayor, Juan Ribo, said uh, the trial's been an enormous success. Yeah. Um, so obviously we won't be trying that here. Yeah. We don't want any of that. <laughs> the trial's been an enormous success and we won't be continuing with it. <laughs> I think they will have another trial. They're just going to make sure it wasn't a fluke. Yeah, okay. But, you know, it's. I mean, there's a lot of trials. When I know. someone's just going to do it. Do it. Yeah, permanently. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. That's our motto. Oh, no, it isn't. No, it's not. No, no, no it's no, awful. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't do it. Just don't, don't. bother. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and you can get that merchandise. <laughs> um, in good news, UK women are world beaters. Right, okay, good to hear it. I mean, I, I've always been very fond of it. <laughs> we may have fallen short at the World Cup, but yeah, UK bit. women top the list of the world's biggest female binge drinkers. Hey! <laughs> um, the OECD found that 26% of UK women have at least six alcoholic drinks in a single session at least once a month. <laughs> Yeah, um, makes you proud, doesn't it? It does make me proud, and you know that seems like quite a modest amount. I think, yeah, it's no wonder that's that's a surprise that that's the bar. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> where is the bar? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you get the French women have got their perfumes, and you know the Spanish women have got their dresses or whatever. But we, our women, can six sit down once a month and have six drinks. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> Um, right, what else have I got? Um, oh, when Elon Musk met Rishi Sunak. Right. Elon Elon met Rishi at the UK AI Summit, or as I call it, the Clown Conference. <laughs> and um, Musk told Sunak that AI will eliminate all jobs and people will only work in order to find meaning in life. <laughs> Uh, isn't that what they said about machinery 150 years ago? Yeah, yeah. Weren't the looms going to put us all out of work or something? Yeah. Um, then it was computers and now it's AI. Mm. Well, I've got news for you. There isn't a fucking chance in hell that work <laughs> will ever end up being voluntary. Uh, it would give us too much time to think. Yeah. And as soon as we start thinking, we start thinking to ourselves, why did we put these fuckwits in power? Yeah. And uh, yeah, the more we think about it, sooner or later, our leaders realise, our incumbent leaders realise, that we'd be bound to string them up. <laughs> as for finding the meaning of meaning in life, you know, work as meaning in life. Don't worry about us, Elon. Mm. That may be your concern, being a numpty, but we are actually fine rolling around in meadows, drinking beer, pulling each other off, that sort of thing. <laughs> and that is the meaning of life. You fucking space baby. <laughs> Let that sink in. We better tee up the next um, pub that we would have gone to if we hadn't accidentally bought two bottles of wine. Yeah, yeah. We were going to go on to another bar uh, more towards the West End. Yeah. On the borders of Covent Garden and Soho. Don't know, don't know which it's in. Very French. It's a very French place. It's yeah. been in French hands, I think, since the war. Yeah. Um, did you say it's on Litchfield Street? I think is that so. too much? I doubt it. Nobody knows no. where Litchfield Street is. Oh, fair enough. Um, I mean, we've been going there for, for 30 years. And we don't know how to get there. <laughs> we, never, we never really remember the street. Either. Yeah. Today we'll have a great big sign outside saying Il est arrivé. Yeah. And they're talking about Beaujolais Nouveau. Yes. Not us. Yes. Yeah. And of course, the name of it has something to do with today. Yeah. For your second glass of red wine, or in your case, a red wine top, Vinny, because you're managing your gout. <laughs> for your second glass of red wine, where would we have been going next? <laughs> if we hadn't bought another bottle. Okay, we're back. We've moved table because it was getting rather raucous. Yes, I'm um, sorry if that interfered with your listening pleasure. Yeah, uh, everyone else seemed to be hitting the second bottle as well, and yes. the volume levels went up. Mm. Uh, we've moved up the end. Um, however, well, the question we are about to answer is where we would have gone if we hadn't accidentally ordered two bottles of wine. Yes. What's the answer? Then? The answer is Le Beaujolais. Le Beaujolais. Beautiful French wine bar. Yeah. Recommend yeah, Cambridge going. Circus. Yeah, if you've never been. Got yeah. to drop in there. Gordon's Wine Bar is a very good sort of first date place, isn't it? And, uh, Le Beaujolais yeah. second date. <laughs> <laughs> you've never had a second date. You've never had a second date. Um, okay, we're going to go on to uh, a new, our newish section: Deserter Island crisps. Um, 
in which and we have we... a very special guest. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a pioneer in his field. Absolutely. Um, today's guest on Dessert Island Crisps is Big Al Crane. Yeah. Um, he is our contributor today, and he, of course, is the inventor of the slab witch. Yeah. He's not the first person to have slabs. No. He's not the first person to have a sandwich. No. But he is the first human in recorded history to put slabs in a sandwich. And that's why he's the inventor of the slab witch. Going on his gravestone. Um, and Desert Island Crisps, just to remind you, is... Uh, a format in which people pick their three favourite crisps and perhaps give us a little hint of the ones they left behind mm-hmm. and of course they choose a pub and a pint to go with them yes so i'll kick off shall I, with uh, big al crane's Please contributions do. he writes okay here we go what an honor and of course a tough gig mm. to follow in the footsteps of baked potato connoisseurs such as ned and goose mm. baked does he mean baked, baked? Fried, maybe. Eight? <laughs> terrible start. <laughs> he goes on. His favourite crisps. You're not going to be surprised by this one, Benny. No. Slabs. Yeah. Sweet, mellow chilli. Oh, I like those ones. Yeah. He says it could have been any of the various slabs flavours, to be honest, but yeah. these just do it yeah. for me. Mm. And that, that's what it's all about. That is. Desert Island crisps. Yeah. Second up. Potato, cheese and onion. Oh, yeah, good good call, yeah. The era version, mm-hmm. not the Northern Ireland imposters. Yeah. It's interesting because some six. people prefer the uh, Northern yeah, Ireland. Yeah, some people feel very strongly about that. Uh, e- Emma likes the Northern Ireland one. She does, yeah. Um, but for Big Al, they are the perfect cheese and onion crisp. Mm-hmm. And finally, scampi fries. Oh, yeah. that's a surprise. It is. It's, he said it's a tough choice between the scampi or bacon. Mm. Yeah. But I've gone for the surf half of one of the finest crisp sandwiches you can make. Mm. And indeed, he was seen making them. He was putting pickles in with his scampi fries. He's an innovator. He's an innovator, he mm. is. Um, he also says, could I take some bread and butter too, please? <laughs> um, don't know. We can say yes. I, I think yes. 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 For you, yeah. from making the effort to write this up, because we did not give you a lot of notice, as is our way. Um, you know, an hour and a half. Um, honourable mentions, honourable Chris mentions go to McCoy's Chip Shop Curry Sauce. Okay. They've only just been released, but they're a definite contender. Oh, I he writes. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, crispy bacon wheat crunches. Which we mentioned earlier, mm. didn't we? Yeah. That, that from the same family as the bubble the chips. The roysters. The yep. roysters. Mm-hmm. Uh, bacon fries, of course, and quavers. Mm. Yeah, I like a quaver. Do you? I yeah. probably prefer a what's it actually. Yeah, I'm a bit airy. Too much air. Mm. I mean, there's air everywhere. I don't want to pay yeah. for my air. When you're on a diet, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you're you're going to take on from here for his pubs and uh, pints. Yes, yeah? pubs and pints. Yes, so his fave pint. This is a surprise too. Tiny Rebel Stay Puffed the Marshmallow Porter. Mm. Yeah. Typically only available in can form, mm. but if you do come across it on draft, it's sensational. Mm. Uh, will come in handy for the inevitable cold nights on Deserter Island. Yes, because it does get chilly there. <laughs> uh, Honourable mentions for Hophead, Dark Star Hophead, yeah, of, course. of course. London Black Nitro Porter. Delicious. And finally, something very exclusive and a new offering to the market mm. called Beer Gut. Oh. Sip that on a beach. Um, it's a ruby ale brewed by me, Cyclo, <laughs> and Tim. Wow. Oh, uh, I think I've heard about this, yeah. Mm. Uh, so look out for Beer Gut 2 being brewed in a couple of weeks' time. Rumours are it may be a bit of a mashup of Harvey Sussex Best and Tim Timothy Taylor Landlord. Wow. Okay. Well, we could maybe get a bit of that in the in the shirkers. Mm. Yeah, I don't know well, uh, quality control. Yeah, taste first. Yeah. <laughs> um, his favourite pub, no yeah. contest. Sorry, Sarita. Blythe Hill Tavern. Also, Same as Sarita's. Yeah. Also known as my living room and garden. <laughs> I'm going to need to take Terry and Con too, because uh, someone's got to pour the pints. Um, there aren't really any alternatives because if I couldn't take the Blythe, then I'm staying here. 
but if you forced me, then it would be the Three Kings in Clerkenwell, pre-2015, when it went to shit. Pre-2015? Yeah. Ah. Uh, the Harp. Yes. Of course. And the Shirkers Rest. Oh, bless him. Yeah. What a lovely array of crisps, pints and pubs. Yeah. It's actually made me a little bit sad I'm drinking red wine in a wine bar. Mm, mm. <laughs> well, we're not far from the heart. We're not far from the heart. We might go right past it. We will go right past we it. We can't go past You can't go past I can't go past the harp. We have to go in for Al. We have to go in for Al, yes. Have a pint of hophead in the heart. We'll do it for Al. Thank you very much, Al. Mm. Superb stuff. Yeah. You're a bomb dosser. We've got two or three nominations and an yeah. update uh, for a bum dosser. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, um, we had something from Modern Toss earlier, didn't we? This is yeah. this is from one of their, their books or zines, and this I don't know which. Yes, Tom, um, let us know about it. They have a, a section called Toss Academy, where they have a, a free thirty day course on armchair crisp eating and TV watching. Mm. I mean, there's instructions for every day. Uh, you know, for 30 days on how to do this. I see. You know, they, they, they think about everything, you know, the yeah, geometry yeah. of the, where the TV is, <laughs> your soft furnishings, where your crisp packets uh, are, you know. It's a pretty impressive piece of academic research. Um, one thing I noticed, I think it was about day six, they start talking about the rustling of the packet, you know. Um, you might, I don't know, you know, I, I, this is a pro-life tip, you know, Stick them in a bowl. Oh, yeah. If you're watching TV with someone, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Important. It is important, yeah. Stick them in a bowl because, you know... That's changed your life, hasn't it? It has changed my life. I would always just eat out out of the the, the packet and annoy people, especially me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, It's not like you're going to be leaving any in the packet, is it? So... (laughs) (laughs) No, no, absolutely not. I I tear them open and um, lay them on my gut. (laughs) don't even have a bowl. I don't have a bowl. I don't want to do the washing up. Um, so just to be clear, who's the nominee here? The, the, I think um, Toss Academy. Toss Academy. Toss Academy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And where can you uh, visit this? Uh, the, the Modern Toss website. They have a shop. They have lots of zines oh. and books of their fine work. Okay. Okay, number one, the Toss Academy. Yeah, and the, um, the second is the University of Fine Arts Hamburg. <laughs> the whole university? Well, the, the department that... We is... haven't got enough metal for these metals, Vinny. <laughs> nail it down. So apparently researchers in Germany are giving out scholarships in idleness and are mm. willing to pay people to do as little as humanly possible. Mm. The University of Fine Arts in Hamburg is searching for exactly the right people to take part in a unique project examining laziness and lack of ambition. We are overqualified. Here. Absolutely, we wouldn't get in. No. Uh, applicants have to convince the academics they will be inactive in a particularly interesting way oh. uh, to win one of only three 1,600 euro scholarships available. Researchers say the project will help us discover how to step off life's hamster wheel. Yeah, okay. What do they mean by interesting ways? Um, I think, yeah, probably not just um, Sitting on the sofa eating crisps. That's quite interesting. It is to us. I'm not an academic, you know. No, exactly. We don't really know, do we? We don't really know. We need more. We either need them to be more specific or Mm. for you to do more research. Yeah. Yeah, neither's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Uh, I've got Neil the Seal. Okay. Um, Neil, uh, a 1,600 kilogram seal, mm-hmm. stopped a Tasmanian woman from going to work after taking a nap in front of her car. Right. Oh, she couldn't get out. She couldn't, uh, couldn't yeah. get out of the drive. So she- Amber, Amber Harris found the seal in front of her car on Tuesday last. She said, I woke up to find a seal in front of my car, mm. just looking up at me. Mm. I had to call my boss and tell her I was going to have some trouble getting into work. <laughs> Neil the seal said, Amber should stop being so work fixated <laughs> and try to get more fun into her life like I do. Yeah. She's nice enough. <laughs> But I find slavishly servicing the corporate machine deeply unattractive in a woman. 
give me that Carol Vorderman any day. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a good uh, excuse to, to miss work. If yeah. You, you know, if you need one. Yeah, yeah. Say uh, 600 pound seals. Yeah, I've broken the seal. <laughs> um, who's it going to go to then? Um, is it going to go to Toss Academy, the University of Fine Arts Hamburg, or Neil the Seal? Yes. Bearing in mind, I've only got one medal. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, that's true. I think perhaps in that case, and, and in fact, in any case, yeah. Neil the Seal. Is Neil the Seal. Yeah. yeah. Neil the Seal. Yeah. yeah. Well played, Neil. You're a bomb dosser. Um, there's a, an update uh, on a previous uh, bum dosser winner. Yeah. Josiah uh, Zakrewski. You may remember she was the UK ultra marathon runner who used a car <laughs> <laughs> in a 50 mile race and still only came third. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, instead of having a statue made of her, she's been banned for a year. What? Yeah. Outrageous. The UK Athletics have banned her for a year, uh, although we're pleased to report she has been allowed to keep the bum dosser trophy. <laughs> no. Is it? What? what? No, no, not now. Not, not already. Yet. No. Surely not. Is it? The scene? <laughs> the sign of the scene? Look at the scene. Where's the scene? What scene? The Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> Better have some more wine for this. That's <laughs> Actually, it's slightly foreshortened this, um, on yeah. this occasion, isn't it? Maybe we should it? have some less wine. <laughs> Say again? Maybe we should have some less some wine. Some less wine, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we don't have a, a lot, do we? But um, we'll give it a go. We'll yeah, give it a go. Uh, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a bit of a lot last time. What's happening in SMS? Well, um, Pompey's been in touch with Leicester, viz our viz Harry Winks. Right. Yeah, he's made progress. He's yeah. got a response. Has he? Yeah. Fuck off. Oh. <laughs> No, no, I don't know if you had it. He has sent them an email to, he, to he, Leicester City. Yeah, to say we want to sponsor Harry Harry Winks as long as he wears the number forty. The number forty shirt. Winks yeah. forty. Yeah, and we're willing to pay. I think he said up to four hundred and ninety-five pounds, wow. not including VAT. Wow, they, they can add that That's on. A lot of money for for, for a, a, a pub. Yeah, it, no, no, deserter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that put your put oh. your name down. Oh. You've got your bank details. <laughs> I see. Yes. Um, so um, we've contacted Leicester. That's the first news. But in related gumph, mm. um, there were some responses to our tweeting about that we've contacted Leicester. Yeah. Um, Oliver Selhurst Moz. Um, told us that when Eberichi Eze first signed for Palace, he wore the number 25 shirt, mm -hmm. Eze 25, mm -hmm. SE 25. Okay. <laughs> he subs subsequently went, um, wore number 10, mm -hmm. which I imagine this was in acknowledgement of having grown up in Greenwich, Eze <laughs> <SE> 10, Eze <laughs> <SE> 10. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Eze is on the money, isn't Eze, he? Yeah. he is. Yeah. Um, is there any truth in that, do you think? Oh, completely. SE25? Yeah. I'd love to think it was true. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about this next one, though, because uh, Fenord got in touch to say he still can't get over Cristiano Ronaldo wearing a shirt repping Thornton Heath. <laughs> CR7. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I have a hunch is less likely. I don't think he is ripping Thornton here. No? No, but I do think Eberichi Eze. How do you say it? Eze. 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 No one knows, do they? He knows. Not he, he, it changes every time he says it. Eze. Eze 25. It's mm. beautiful. Yeah. It's got to be true. It's too beautiful not to be true. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Um, I've got a, a, a tweet that uh, from Big Shirtless Cole. But, <laughs> <laughs> Put your shirt on, Cole. <laughs> Please. Yeah, big lad. Keep your shirt on. Um, <laughs> which could have been in cocktail news if we had cocktail news. Because mm. you know we've had New the uh, we've had the hop head and neck oil. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Blending. Blending. Yeah. He said, "Can I drink rum and night nurse?" 
Oh, well, clearly, yes. <laughs> Followed by, I'm going to drink rum and nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'd go for that all day. Yeah. No wonder he's got his shirt off. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, another one I saw on Reddit uh, from Blimey It's Me. He said, um, I went to Battersea Children's Zoo at the weekend and was disappointed that they had no children in any of the enclosures. What other places skirt the Trade Descriptions Act <laughs> in this manner? A few people sent some kind of like suggestions of products that did, like um, baby oil and baby lotion. Yeah. There's no, there's no babies, no babies involved. No babies involved, yeah. yeah. Um, somebody has said the same with baby powder. They said, and they said, you know, you had a big fat line of it and it did nothing. <laughs> um, another suggested free cash withdrawals. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, it upsets me every time. Yeah, eh? because they always, because of the length of the words, it always says free cash, yeah, withdrawals, yeah, yeah, and yet it always comes out of your account, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Selfridges, mostly clothes. Let's say the Curry's is a disappointment. Yeah, it's a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. It makes you hungry every time you walk past it. Yeah. And lastly, um, we went to M&S and they saw a sign saying "Men Square upstairs." We <laughs> tried it and got, they kicked him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, superb! Well, I think that's all we have time for once again. But yeah, thank you for listening and thank you for all your messages and contributions. Mm, it mm. really does make life a lot easier. It really does. Um, <laughs> So, more wine? <laughs> Another bottle of wine. I think we should probably eat something first before the next one. That's not a bad idea. There, I, I tell you what, there's a new place around the corner. I don't know much about it. Um, it's a, some sort of Scottish cafe, I think. Oh, Scottish. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Uh, what's it called? McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs>